G'day golfers. Ever found yourself redirecting blame and making excuses after having an absolute shocker on a golf course? I know that I have. Range was closed, I was a little cold, didn't warm up, I hit it in those three old divots. Then we have the podcast for you. We focus on how to fundamentally own your swing. Strike it pure and consistently shoot in the 70s. Be it if you're a weekend hack, retired and playing daily, a school phenom or a tour professional. We present and discuss facts and physics pertaining to golf, trying to keep our ego and opinion at bay. We dispel myths such as keep your head down, bend your knees, or my all-time favourite game improvement irons. So stop drinking that mythical Kool-Aid and have a sip of ours. I think you'll find it both inspiring and refreshing. I'm Scott Young, founder of Swing, PGA professional and ex-tour player. And together with physical therapist Dr. Sean Joyce, welcome to Pivot the Path. G'day golfers and welcome back to Pivot the Path. Good SJ, morning. How hey, are Scotty. we? Doing great. Excited for the new year. We got a lot of cool stuff going yeah, on. Yeah. Happy New Year 2024. It's, dude, we are flying. Time is flying. I by can't here. believe it. Yeah. This year's just absolutely ripped by. I'm sure this one will be the same. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's exciting, right? We're doing a lot of uh, new things here at Swing. Got yeah. some. Got some good projection ahead. How was the uh, the holidays? Yeah, really nice. Yeah, uh, got back to see my family, so you know can't go wrong with that. How's Miles? How's the old man? Really good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. Everyone's yeah. golfing. We miss our family back home. All the shout out to the Aussies. Hopefully the fireworks was fantastic. I've never done <laughs> Sydney Harbour Bridge fireworks. Really? Is never that done the, the big show? Oh, it's probably the best fireworks. To, I'm not much of a fireworks guy, mind yeah. you. Uh, but it is the best fireworks show on the planet, and I never did it. Really? Because it's we lived out of the downtown, what we call downtown. Okay. And to get there is fine, but getting home at one a.m. it takes four hours. Ah. And so, you know, we never never did that. But I'd love to do it one day. Sydney to Hobart, I want to do the yacht race and oh, Sydney cool. fireworks with the kids. That would be awesome. Yeah, cool to see. Yeah. I didn't know that was a a big thing. Oh, a huge thing, huge thing. Uh, So we, uh, I've got to come back on Boxing Day, and I didn't know what Boxing Day was in Australia. So the Boxing Day holiday is because we had lovely English heritage. So Boxing Day was where the gentry, the English and, and gentry, gave boxes of gifts to their servants as thank you for their year previous. Ah, okay. And so it was called Boxing Day. So I, 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 I am now a proud Aussie. I actually never knew days. that's where the Boxing Day yeah, came so from. Yeah, so that's where okay. it came from. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? What we'd like to, to discuss is, well, New Year. That, that they always say summer bodies are made in, in winter. And so we actually don't believe that. But what we're going to do is parlay off that on Okay, all these people have all these crazy New Year's resolutions. I've never been a New Year's resolution guy. Me neither. Yeah, uh, you just do it. Like, Yeah, I mean, I, I would hope you, you just have some consistency in what you're working towards. You can pivot here and there, but yeah. if you're going from nothing to everything all of a sudden, I find it But it's pretty stick. prevalent, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty I prevalent. So. so I think with us in New York City, because golf traditionally, and again, Sean and I are trying to fundamentally change golf here certainly for new york city but we know this can be global but new york city literally stops playing labor day and then you don't play till spring time of yeah march. a lot of people shut it down they it literally really don't play warm golf. up until sometimes may yeah when you get that first like warm nice day 
And some people will just shut it down and, you know, week before they're going to be playing again. They get out. Pull their clubs out of the closet, dust them off, and then uh, go have a couple dusty swings before Which, they go play. So we're trying to say, well, hang on a tick. Let's be that platform that gets you just consistent. You've now got access here, and we obviously want to get a lot more boxes up around the world, but you've got access. And, and so we thought we'd talk about, okay, so let's understand that there's a good majority of the population that will do the New Year's resolution. Yep. But let's stop that. Let's just create consistency going forward. Yeah, yeah. So what we thought about doing today was talking about how to get actually an understanding of where you currently reside. Let's give you some columns. We've got a movement column, equipment, full swing, short game routines. Get an idea of where you currently live, what you bring to the table, and then you can work out how to move forward. So yeah. Yeah, I thought that was... It's uh, really good. Yeah, I thought that was a bit of a parlay on beach bodies made in winter. And then a little bit of local news. We've got a mate of mine who I actually haven't seen for years, but used to play on two with Kevin Kistner joining the, the commentary ranks. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, he's a very, very sarcastic... Bring a bit of humor to Very it, funny but, man. I mean, hell of a golfer. And hell of a golfer. He's got experience playing all over So I don't know if he's so. still playing or whether he's... I think he's he's a bit younger than us. He's I think he's 39, 40. Maybe he's just gone, you know what, I'm... Gonna pull stumps. Yeah, I don't know. If, I didn't see anything about whether he's continuing to play or not. But um, yeah, the PGA Tour, which a lot of people don't understand, once you get a certain level of tournament year after year exemption, and I believe it's about eight or nine years, but that may be wrong. Uh -huh. uh, fact checkers, wikis don't quote me on that. You then get a four hundred one k, and once you're locked into the PGA Tour four hundred one k, your life gets pretty good. Yeah, but you have to Gives play you some a security areas. there because. Gives you big time security, yeah. yeah. yeah wow. I don't know what that year, I think it's eight or nine years on tour exempt. Okay. Yeah, so you can't just play one year and go, right, I want my 401 Yeah, good to go. All yeah, right. good to go. <laughs> so maybe he's got that and he's gone, you know what, I'm going to see my kids. And yeah, and maybe he'll be, you know, certain events. I know I've heard him speaking before on certain events and certain golf courses suit him much better than, say, other players. He's not long, tour. Kev. He doesn't he'll kind of say, all right, far. this course, I've got a chance yeah. to win if yeah. I put, you know, four good rounds together. And there's other courses where he says, eh. Yeah, I mean, Augusta, he's always going to struggle because he simply doesn't hit it far enough. Number two, he's probably hitting driver five wood. Tiger and Rory hitting driver eight iron. Yeah. That's just different. And yeah. then a British, I always thought Kevin would do well in the British Open if it was oh, howling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because he's so straight. Yeah. And puts the dots off it. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of pretty cool. And then it was excellent over the break to watch, uh, just for me personally, to watch James Nitties, who's, becoming a broadcaster who played PGA Tour. Nitz is a wonderful golfer, has some left hip issues and probably cut his brilliant career a little short. Uh, but he was commentating as Harrison Endicott won Q School, who yeah. Harry had his PGA Tour card 2023 and obviously just won Q School, which yeah. even though it's probably a pain in the ass for him to go back to Q School, what a great way to set up the year. Oh, man. I Anytime mean, it's such win, a high stress oh so stressful. type of scenario yeah. that I and mean, only top five got through yeah. so i think top five get pga tour cards pga tour and Corn i Ferry. think full exemption although they might not get into every week but okay. I, maybe i think they do get top yeah. five i mean top five out of q school that's that's insane hopefully you uh hopefully you win an event this 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 year that'd be, that'd cool. be awesome yeah yeah so that's kind of pretty cool and q school is wild i mean for a lot of golfers trying to make golf their career in life. I mean, they can be one shot away from that happening and not happening. 
So if you miss that, if you come sixth, you get uh, you're back to back to Corn Ferry, which is still a great tour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So thanks Corn Ferry for for sponsoring the event, and then make goals. What are your goals this twenty two thousand twenty four? Yeah. Uh, so I have a couple kind of physical ones issues I've been dealing with for a while, but now have a good grasp on kind of where I stand with it. And so last couple of months, I've really been hammering out a lot of left hip mobility. Mm -hmm. I know that's been holding back, you know, my swing. And then the next big thing is, is thoracic spine. Yeah. Mobility. I'd like so, to see a bit more T spine, yeah, but yeah, that's so, a lot of what you do, right? Patience yeah, all day. And just years of bad habits, bad breathing patterns, things I know how to fix. And I just need to dedicate the time to yeah. actually doing it. Uh, and then, you know, golf wise is, and I think this matches up with what I want to change in my body, but just a little bit more efficiency with the swing. I know we talked about, mm. especially with driver, you know, the way I load the club, there's a lot of room for improvement. Uh, mate, you're a big, strong guy and that because you've been keeping that weight a little forward and yeah. get a little armsy, that load changes and you lose that load very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, we want to get you up. I think realistically, all, all BS aside, I think we should get you 320, 330. That's where I see you going. I'd love that. Which is pretty yeah. cool. And yeah. shaping it both ways, which is important. Yeah, it would be awesome. So I feel like it's a bit of kind of trying to realize some potential that hasn't been, you know, able to show up on the golf course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. And uh, you? What uh, about you? Yeah, great question. Year, so I've actually changed my swing a little bit the last 12 months to be a lot shorter and more compact. Mm -hmm. Wish I'd done it 20 years ago. Uh, and what prompted the change? Yeah, great question. I optically, because I'm so anteriorly built, that basically means when I'm standing up nice and tall, my pelvis is pointing down to the ground more mm -hmm. extensively than most. Yeah. I find it hard to posteriorly tilt my golf swing. Okay. And so I just had all this excess motion around the fact that I couldn't posterior tilt. So I'm going to, you know, you said to me, and, and obviously SJ's uh, joined us this year, you're going to run me through your full Macandale yeah, screen. Yeah, I can't wait. Yep. Uh, and I'd like to work more on my posterior tilt. Mm -hmm. So probably a little more glute bridge X as a layman sees it. And yeah. you, you can obviously yeah, yeah. tweak how you want me to do that. And then I, I'd love to actually just really work hard on improving that um it just compact so much shorter yeah. ironically i'm hitting it further with a with less motion yeah. shorter golf swing That's and so a beautiful I, thing yeah i feel like i'm i've got a half like a bullet a bullet low wind shot okay but it's a full follow-through because uh -huh. i had so much excess motion okay so kind of just tightening up the end yeah just a lot less motion so i'm really yeah. really pumped at, at doing that and, it, and again it just feels so short but yet when I look at it on video, so I go posterior through impact. And then because I get a little stuck, I finish in flexion. And I just don't like okay. how I look and finish in flexion. So I'm beautifully posterior at impact, posterior post impact. And that's when I should stop. But yeah. I used to have this all this octopus move because I'm Keep so mobile. Yeah. Like just cut the octopus out. Yeah. Stop moving. <laughs> I think it's gonna be interesting when we get you sit you down, really see where everything in your body's at. I think it will all make sense, the tendencies you've had. Yeah, which I don't have I'm that interested. I don't connect those dots yet. So yeah. I can't wait for so us I'm, to do I'm that. looking forward to that. We gotta do that be sooner gentle, rather than dude. later and then we give you a little <laughs> bit of a, a plan moving yeah, forward. Yeah, so we had a really nice uh again off the cuff here, we had a really nice night last night, didn't we? So we had a new client who who rang us, flew in to see us. Played off scratch at one point, Division One hockey player, big Canadian son of a gun. He was about 62 or three. Yep. 
and he wants to get back to scratch and it's all physical. Like he yeah. was a mess, yeah. absolute mess. In a very subtle way though, this guy at 62 or three had crazy yeah. hip mobility. And he's got the makings of a hell of a hell golfer. Of a golf couple yep. things standing in his way, but like we talked about, I think he came in here expecting, okay, I've got to change this technique, this and that with his swing, and surely there'll be some things to address. Yeah, but not a lot though, right? Just get his body working for him, and a lot of that stuff works itself out. He came outside in six. He has offset, progressive offset golf clubs because he comes outside in mm -hmm. and he had a pretty serious broken right ankle in quite a few places. Yeah. And what, what, what part of his bone? His some um, shaving of his bone. He had a bunch of bone spurs and things like that. I mean, you can just look at it too. You can see that ankle is just not sitting, you know, in the position it was originally intended to. Yeah. So he's been just putting tons of stress on that lateral ankle and, and even the shape of the bones has changed significantly. And so he said, oh, my ankle's the main contributor. And we actually yeah. said, no, it's not really. It's actually uh, learning to use your glutes. So you actually yeah. woke his right glute up and he's welcome to his right glute. Yeah, and then the ankle's not hurting when he swings anymore. Yeah, so. and so he, we got him from outside, eight, eight, eight or seven or eight outside in. He was coming inside four or five and his whole, he lit up like a Christmas tree. It was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we've got to get him back to understand that he's got to do the movement. Yeah. And even though the hook of hitting that draw is so engulfing, the real the real improvement lies with the actual motion and movement work he's got to do. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of it for him was like we had just mentioned his mobility really good. Yeah, in great the mobility. His it dad was, was like, a hockey, uh, yeah, hockey goalie. goalie. So yeah, splits, yeah, you know, reaching all over. I, that's actually a pretty good setup for him there. Yeah. Uh, but he just needed to learn how to sense the right muscles to control his bones the right way. So less of like... I mean, he can use some strengthening, of course, that sort of deal, like a workout in the gym. However, what do you mean sense? Just so kind of... to be able to internally, like, for instance, if we say, okay, do you have good control of your glutes? Something we talk about often. Uh, if you close your eyes and you can't feel them with your hands, can you internally sense that your glutes engage and disengage? As in stabilize and not stabilize? Yeah, or even just can you feel your butt squeeze tight? Can you feel it let go? Okay. Um, in simple terms and not technical. And, yeah. and a lot of people, if you do that and their eyes are closed and whether they're laying on the ground or a position where there's not a lot of extra stimulation going on, uh, they have no clue how to actually engage and disengage certain muscles. So part of it is just learning, get your brain to talk to that muscle again so that you can then use it when you're doing athletics. Yeah, I was watching all last you were awesome last night, mate. Kudos to you. <laughs> we 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 ran him through so Sean and I do our assessment. It takes about 75, 90 minutes. And then he went away with doing that when so we said, Oh, do you live in the city? And he was in an elevator every day, let's call it 15, 20 times a day. Yeah. And so you gave him an exercise that he can do and associate it with a task that he's going to do daily. I think yeah. some people are like, oh, I don't know where to start. Well, every time you're in an elevator, what did you get him to do there? Yeah, so a bit is just getting him to load into his right leg a bit more. So set the ankle in the right place. The arch kind of flattens out. So lengthens. he has to feel like his feet roll in Yeah, there. so he feels like his, his arches are collapsing and, and that's going to set your hip in more internal rotation. Just the things we want him to start using in his golf swing. But if he starts patterning that into his daily life, then it's going to show up when he goes to set up to the golf ball. He's going to be right there. Yeah. So, so. it's kind of bizarre, isn't it? So I'm always trying to do the opposite because I'm so knock-kneed. And for him, yeah. we had to get him feeling yeah, like he yeah. was knock-kneed. Yeah, he feels like his, there's a piece of gum connecting his knees together. Yeah, that but, was bizarre. I mean, he's working on his golf game, riding the elevator. That's the, the cool Yeah, I part. think that's so cool. So that's yeah. what we hear. You know, so so that kind of, that was a, 
we had a really good time yesterday. He, mm -hmm. he walked away. This guy was absolutely was awesome. buzzing. Uh, he's down in Florida right now in the, hopefully the balmy, balmy yeah. 70s hitting balls. It's Living a balmy, the life. What are we at today? I think we're at like 31 degrees. Yeah. It's yeah, minus it's right half, a, half a degree. Uh, and so that leads us to, okay, so it's 2024. We want to create a platform where you don't keep chopping and changing. You just, you continually yeah. improve. So that begs the question, well, I don't know what to improve until I know where I currently reside. Exactly. So we thought we made these little buckets of, and as we always, we put people in physiological buckets. We put these columns, if you like, of, all right, every golfer can work out five or six things of where they currently reside. And it's only when you realize where you are, whether you're a tour player, 10 handicap, 20 handicap or beginner, mm -hmm. what can I do? What can't I do? And once we know limitations and, and prowess, then we can start to move forward. Yeah. And you know what to spend time on. So you're yeah. not wasting time doing things maybe you're already good at or um, and missing the things that you really need to dive into. So we think that starts with movement, right? The, yeah. The core foundation of the entire golf swing. We, any rotational-based sport surely deals with the body that rotates. Yeah. That's a pretty simple conversation, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. yeah, pretty straightforward. So what would be, what would be uh, like a five or six things that you'd get people to Yeah, so identify? I think, you know, just in general terms yeah. here, you need to know a few things about yourself. Uh, and especially for golf, they're pretty like these are going to be general statements, but you got to have a bit of an understanding. And we're and working on presenting a platform where we're going to offer this. this. Yeah, yeah. If you can't come in to see us, then we can bring it to you, so to speak, a little That'll bit. That'll come this year. Yes, for sure. Um, so the, the first thing is just can you move? So we're talking about mobility and do you have it in the places that you need it for golf, but also for life? It applies both ways. Sure. So, Hips, big time, your rotation and just pelvic control, and then um, thoracic and, and rib cage are, are so the pelvis in we terms find. of hips turn. So shout out yeah. to Big Brother who kind of gets a little lost in all this. Yeah, explain a little bit more hips and and pelvis tilt. Yeah, so there's kind of two ways to look at it. You can think of the leg moving on your pelvis and your pelvis moving on your leg. So, Interesting. Okay. for instance, if you're laying on the ground, you've got your legs in the air and you turn your feet in and out this way from like the knee. So your whole leg is turning. That would be your, your femur moving on your pelvis. Okay. Now, when we're actually doing things at athletic, you're standing up and your feet aren't moving on the floor. Your pelvis is moving on top of it. So if we take it inversely, we stand you up, feet are on the floor, and then you start twisting your hips, belt buckle left, belt buckle right. Like we always ask people to dissociate. Uh, then that's your pelvis moving on your femur. And that's really how more athletic activities are, are played out. And so, so that would be one test to do. Can yeah. you keep your torso facing the camera? You can send it to us. Yep. And turn your belt buckle to the left and to the right without moving the torso. Yeah. So that's like kind of the, that's more pelvic motion as opposed to, okay, do your legs rotate in and rotate out, which is a, a way of looking at range of motion. But it doesn't always apply once you then get gravity in your legs planted and you're bearing weight and the rest of your body's involved. Because you've got well. feet involved, knees. Yeah. yeah. So, and I find all the time when you check people, say, laying on a table, feet are in the air. Okay, rotation's great here. You get them on their feet and all of a sudden they can't move. Interesting. So, there's just a lot more going on yeah. and it's going to be more applicable towards golf if you're addressing when you're standing and you're weight bearing. So for all these movements, so for this first column of, hey, get to know who you are, you'd have it in standing golf posture. 
Not necessarily. So okay. you get valuable information from seeing both how you do it open chain, which is like your feet aren't on something up in the air okay. or when you're standing in golf posture. And the okay. discrepancy between those two will tell you a lot about what's now, going on. Now, can people do them themselves or do they need a PT to do it? A little this? bit tricky. It's much more helpful to have somebody from the outside do it um, to help you. So that's where, you know, in a perfect world, people can come to us and we can really just tell you exactly what's going on with your body and what to address. But, uh, that's where we're going to have some stuff coming where people can start to dive into this a sure. little bit on their own. Um, so we kind of first, just to keep it simple here, can you move? So can do you, you have move? mobility where you need it? Um, the next part is going to be, can you stabilize and use that mobility? So that's why we're talking a lot about always, you know, posterior change strength, and like we said so earlier, your, your butt, your backside, yeah, your hamstrings, glutes, um, and then a lot of obliques, especially for golf, is is a big stabilizer. I personally care much less about like the abs, the six pack abs in the front. Your obliques have so much more real estate on your body and influence, especially. They want rotation. a wider surface area muscle. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So that's the other parts. I mean, it's kind of can your muscles then control and stabilize the mobility that you do or don't have? So as your torso, so again, let's get back to how they can yeah. test this and, and send it to us. If they're putting a camera looking at themselves, mm -hmm. they want to keep their torso to the camera, turn the hips left and right. Yeah. And then for this one, they're going to, are we going to turn I mean, the we torso? We just flip it around. So then you keep the pelvis locked in place. Can your shoulders turn left and right without everything lower body and we like the shoulders turning down to the ground rather than flat yeah right? so if you think of in your golf posture right you're you're angled downward so you're not upright where you would just spin you know around that way we angle you down like you would for golf and then when you're going to be rotating you're going to be on an angle yeah so remember as you turn in a golf swing as we do this on video we don't want the shoulders to rotate flat that moves us more lumbar lower back we want the shoulder to rotate down on an angle. Really important. Mm -hmm. So that angles, yeah. Big brother, that's steep. called thoracic spine, big brother. You use that when you're <laughs> doing your tax depositions and your shoulders work down to the ground. Yeah. My so brother doesn't get this too well and he's, he's awesome. I love big brother. Miss yeah. you, mate. Um, but we've got to explain that the shoulders rotate on a vertical axis. Yeah, yeah. And it's something that when we sit here, talk about it and you can visualize this or if you're watching and you just do what Scotty did there, you'll feel it once you feel it you're like oh i get it it yeah. makes sense yeah. but it, it takes a bit of that connecting the conceptual idea of it and versus what it feels like and it's not always how you think it's going to feel yeah how you what you feel and what is real are two different things we always say let's swing clubs like ferris wheels not round like merry-go-rounds yeah all yeah. right so we got really hips good and so kind of two things can you move can you stabilize then can you separate which is what we're talking about there is is can we get upper body, lower body dissociating? And that's that kind of X factor, the the golf movement that creates a lot of speed in the right path. All and again, for big brother, mouthful, separation means turn one part of your body while the other part of the body stays still. Yeah, I kind of think of it as there's two centers of rotation in your body. You've got your pelvis as the lower center of rotation. You've got your thoracic spine, rib cage as the upper. So can those two move separate directions? Oh, so there's a bit of coordination in there or is there no coordination? Definitely. Yeah. And it's a skill. So if you have good mobility, you can stabilize. There's absolutely no reason you shouldn't be able to separate um, and dissociate upper lower centers of rotation. But if you just haven't trained it or you've been stuck in a movement pattern that doesn't allow for that, then sometimes you can't. And rotate, get back so. to yesterday where we saw we saw uh, Dave 
he came in and he had what at the age of 60 odd 50 plus degrees yeah. of internal rotation yeah, tons of rotation but when we asked him to disassociate he couldn't at all yep and so that was his light bulb moment as much as he wanted to hit golf balls hey hang on the the math and physics are you've got these beautiful hips that move but you can't move them yeah i think he was like that doesn't make sense yeah. we're like welcome to swing <laughs> exactly so there's no like physical limitation keeping him from actually moving properly he just hasn't trained the movement pattern and sure. have a good understanding of how to control the right muscles. Okay, so we got, happen. can you move? Yep. Can you stabilize? And can you separate? Can you separate? And then the last piece of it is just sequencing. So then can you do all these things at the right time in your golf swing? And that's it gets a bit more complex, That right? gets way more complicated. Yeah. But as you get the pieces together and maybe you were working on your hip mobility at first, that's all good. And you're not thinking about it anymore. Like that's just going to start working in the background as you get whatever swing thought you want people to feel um, will help encourage things happening at the right time. Yeah. So, so I do a lot of work down at NYU Hospital and we have Dr. Radio and Sirius XM, which is fantastic. And a lot of callers call in and they shouldn't, and one of these columns for movement, they shouldn't have pain at all after practice. No. Or, or play, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, that's just indicating you're putting stress somewhere. It's, it's not not ideal to have. Yeah. In, in repetition at full speed. So. Yeah, should, should. so one of the goals, getting back to myself, is I'm learning that the shorter my golf swing, mm -hmm. I can practice longer. And the day after, I at you know, 48, 49, I feel fantastic after I hit balls for four or five hours, which I love. Yeah. So that's a goal that I'd like to carry forward. Yeah. You know, seniors tour as it's around the corner, I'd love to throw my hat potentially back in that ring. Yeah. And so for all those golfers who might have to have a have a uh, have a vodka when they're playing golf because of pain. Hey, don't like understand that you should have zero pain after hitting balls for two or three. Yeah, hours. I mean, you listen to your body. It's listen as simple as that. It will give you the feedback yeah. you need. And it's really easy to disregard and say, I'll just tough it out. But if you keep doing that, it, it can end up being an issue later on. Totally. Absolutely. But also it's telling you you're not swinging the right efficiently, um, either from a body or, a, you know, actual club, you know, data standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Swing, so. so pretty big on listening to the old body. So that's, that's the movement column. Yeah. And then from there, I, I like to go to the equipment column. You've got a body that can perform a task. There's four really simple things. Make sure if you really want to improve your golf, the club face is non-offset. And that's so simple. When you hold the club up, the leading edge of the club head should be parallel to the leading edge of the golf shaft. Yeah. There shouldn't be a discrepancy. And there why is all. it they shouldn't have offset? Because the number one rule of us is face less than path. Yeah. If the club head is offset, which is over 50% of clubs on the market, uh -huh. Right, so the very industry is putting these clubs that are offset. If the face is offset, the face is going to be open to path more often than not. Uh -huh. And golf's difficult. Yeah. Our whole business is based on having a face less than path. Yeah, so you're just fighting, fighting against uphill, all of that yeah. even more. Yeah, so non-offset clubs, make sure they're the right length. Yeah. For, you know, Shauna, what do we make your clubs? Built I think it was an inch and inch? a quarter extended yeah. inch inch little over an inch over yeah. standard length yeah make sure they're the right height for your fingertips to the ground in mm -hmm. posture yep. it's not how tall you are you can have six foot six gorilla if he's got super long arms he like fred yeah he can have his clubs shorter than standard length five foot eight with little t-rex arms and <laughs> my clubs have to be long yeah so it's fingertips to the ground in posture yep uh, make sure they're light a lot of 
a lot of our males have clubs that are way too heavy mm -hmm. and they've got to be stiff. Yeah. The, the whippier the club, the more the face opens, the bigger the dispersion. What we're trying to explain is that we don't have, I swing at X speed, therefore I have X flex. Yeah. It's, I load the club because I've got hip mobility mm. and when I've got hip mobility, the face opens. So we've got to counter that. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah. Pretty straight. And then the bounce of your clubs must have one high bounce wedge, one low bounce wedge. Yeah. There we go. That's, that's pretty easy. So if you don't have it sorted, this is the time to do it. This is the time to do it. So again, <laughs> a lot of guys, what do you think? If we had 400 crew in here, I think at least 200 have clubs that might not be the best for their game. I'd argue more. Yeah, probably more. Yeah. Uh, so just take stock of what you've got. Yeah. And sometimes as people just came in, they just got fitted, uh, brand new shiny set. And yeah. then I, I shed a tear for them when you, you look at them and you tell them, and you're very honest about it, which I think is, is appreciated, but these are shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the hard ones when they spend a lot of money. And unfortunately, there's a couple of players that um, uh, in, the, in the market that really fit clubs, arguably not how we do it. Okay, so we've covered the old clubs. We've got to yeah. have the right club. So again, for those who are diving into golf, you don't need to dump three or four grand on a set of golf clubs. No. You can. I love building beautiful, brand new, shiny golf clubs. I, yeah. I could build clubs all day, yeah. but you don't need to. No. There's options. Not. It's a lot more accessible than I think it seems, but yeah. just need the right information and then someone who can help you build a set that's going to encourage you to play better golf and swing better. Yeah, so big sister. She's now had her clubs for a couple of months and I got Anna a five, a seven, a nine, uh, pitching wedge, gap wedge, and a, a medium. I got a high bounce wedge cool. and a medium bounce wedge, and a driver and a, and a five wood. She's golden. Set. Yeah. yeah. She's got like eight, seven clubs. That's all she needs. Yeah. She's ready to hit the course. She's ready to hit the course. Holding one, Anna. We're yeah. waiting for that holding one. Have you ever had a holding one? No. What? I wouldn't know. I mean, the, the closest I can say is that like a pitch and putt course, which just doesn't count. I, yeah, I can't say. I'm going to agree with you there. Yeah, it was it like count. 30 yards. So no, yeah, no that, that one doesn't count. go in the book. So yeah. that's a 2024 goal, SJ, holding one. I, I like it. I just feel unlikely I didn't even put that on the, the radar. But uh, what about you? You got a hole in one story? I've had, a had, uh, I've had three. Ooh. Yeah. I, I think I've have we told this on the podcast? No. Oh, this is this is one of my greatest stories ever. Break. Let's I wish it. it was an Augusta National story, but yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my very first pro am as a fully fledged PGA member. It was at Oatlands Golf Club, Melville Proud. Shout out Melville. Hopefully, we got our Christmas card. He's in South Australia, Warrnambool. Uh, I'm gun ho. Like we're playing for whatever it was, fifty grand, and I'm playing the par three. It was about five, six, seven at Oatlands. And I hit a five iron, I can picture it right now, but a draw in the hole. And I'm really? like, first pro-am as a, as a uh, first pro event as a PGA member, yeah. holding one. Oh my God, where's the crowd? Well. Where's yeah. the gallery? So I finish, it was the back nine. So it was my fifth hole, sixth or seventh hole. So I finished the 18th, I walk in, which just happened to be right next to Melville. Melville and I have now become very good friends. And he's like, buddy, how are you going? First event. And I'm like, Melville, I've just had a holding one. Like, <laughs> Where's the check? And he and I'll never forget this. He put out his hand. He goes, "Well done. Now go play the front nine." <laughs> and I'm like, "But don't I get something?" He goes, "Yep. Yeah, well done. Go play the front nine." Yeah, yeah. You got a handshake. <laughs> yeah. So I've had three. Uh, and was it a draw in there? A couple. I bounces saw it. No, I saw. In? Yeah, I saw the whole thing. So oh, it was, the green was about level. Oatlands. It's about the so it's about the 13th, 14th, 15th hole. And I hit a butter draw, there's big trees everywhere. And it hit the green, spun back and kind of spun straight left in the hole. And I oh. saw it from 
in the air. I can picture it now. Hit the green, back and in. That's amazing. Um, ex- like I was, my heart rate. I wish they had whoop there. I would have been <laughs> whooping up the cows. Skyrocket, yeah, yeah, that was cool. That's awesome. Gary Churcher uh, was a golf pro, and hopefully Gaz is still up there and kicking. But Gaz was the head pro at Long Reef. He'd be odd. He'd be eighty-five now. He was a golf pro twenty years ago for at least thirty or forty years, and he had never had a hole in one. Really? And I got mates of mine who've had seven or eight. Yeah. So it's so random. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's always a shame though when you, you can't see it. It's maybe a green where you can't see the pin or whatever, and you don't know until you get up there. I've had an event um, where I had an albatross hold a hold a really? three, hold that three wood. My thirty six year old. I love that club. Yeah. Uh, we're looking around. I'm like, where's the ball? Oh, it's in the hole. That's cool. Wow. That was cool. Nice. Uh, so yes, yeah, so we've got movement. We've got equipment, and then I think. For most golfers, we want just a bit of a, a full, where do I stand in my full swing? Yeah. Can you hit a fade? Can you hit a draw? Do you understand which one you can go to? And so you and I, it's both a little butter draw, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you should be able to do that at will. And when I say a fade, I mean for a right-handed golfer, that ball, you have to say, I'm going to start this left of the flag and it's going to curve to the right. Mm-hmm. For a draw, I'm going to start this right of the flag and curve to the left. Yep. Uh, for our better golfers, it would be I'm going to start this left of the flag, curve it to the right, but leave it left of the flag. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start the draw starting right of the flag, drawing to the left, but leave it right of the flag. Mm-hmm. So you want to be able to have control. But for most golfers, hey, I just want to hit a fade and a draw at will. Yeah. Uh, and, and then can you hit a straight shot? I think a straight shot's important. It's very difficult. Yeah. But from here, it's very easy because we've got all the mathematics and biomechanics and, and data. Uh, but the data looks like zero, zero. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great shot just because you're trying to explain to your body what it needs to do to produce a straight shot. Yeah. Which is pretty difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Not an easy thing to do. But the irony is everyone actually thinks they hit it straight. I'm like, yeah, you don't. <laughs> like the amount of people who actually say, oh, I can hit this straight. And I'm like, Really? Because that's almost impossible. Yeah. You kind of say, well, what kind of shot shape do you play? And they're like, oh, oh no, she's straight. straight. You're like, ah, you're I not don't really. Know. Yeah. So we, we, um, we love that. So can I hit a fade? Can I hit a draw? Which one do I go to under pressure? And can I hit a straight shot? Yeah. Pretty important. Yeah. So can- it's great in just knowing how you set up to make that happen. Yeah. And then, like we talked about, when you're actually on course and you're warming up, then you say, well, today, like the, the fade is, is working. Like, to go with it yeah totally you know instead of all oh, draws not feeling good not turning over whatever i battled that i never it. maybe it was i was young but i i just i really battled acceptance yeah okay. john john novak who's a sports psych who's just brilliant shout out johnny does a lot of rugby league guys pga tour guys john novak's phenomenal and jay and always said cup the water and just be and i never got that whole just be yeah accept it you yeah. can't fix it yeah Harrison Endicott, shout out Harry. He's obviously back on PGA Tour. Well, never left. He is the most cruisy kid. Yeah. He just as if he's out on a Sunday with the yeah. boys. It, Harry will win. Harry will win this yeah. year. And like we talked about Q school, it, it's such a precious situation oh, for people because there's pressure. so much more than golf on the line for, yeah. for them. Yeah, 100%. Um, and for him to still just look like he's cruising Yeah, he's just cruising. It's impressive. Uh, what's the chap's name? Uh, Mr. Hicks. Yeah, don't think Harry, Harry, yeah, I don't was, think Harry got in, unfortunately. I, I, think, I saw, I don't know exactly where he ended up. I think he was around He was 25. outside top five, yeah. Yeah. But he'll get some sponsor invites. I hope he, uh, mm-hmm. I hope he sticks with it. Yeah. Because uh, he's just a delightful, uh, delightful personality. Yeah. So we've got movement, equipment, 
where do you live in your golf game? Can you shape it both yeah. ways? Yeah, Can you strike right. the ball first mm -hmm. instead of ground first? And then just chipping inside 100 yards. Yeah. For most golfers, we never, I never teach opening the face. I know you can do that. You can open the face and hit some beautiful chips, but I believe it creates a bit of inconsistency. Mm -hmm. So for short game, can I hit a high shot? Can I hit a low shot? Yep. Can I strike the ball first and hit a little chip and run? Mm -hmm. Can I hit the ground first like a bunker shot or a flop shot, hit the ground first and hit a high flop shot? Yep. Uh, and then can I have my pitching routine, half to half, half to full, full to full? Yeah. We're going to talk about more short game in the coming coming yeah, yeah, episodes. Definitely. So short game again, let's backpedal. Can I hit a low shot? Can I hit a high shot? And have I got my pitching half to half, half to full, full to full? And can I putt the thing straight? Yeah. Golfers, you've got to work on your putting. Like yeah. it's so simple. You can do that at your home. Yeah. Yeah. Can I putt the ball six feet straight? That's pretty simple. Yeah. Can you get it on the intended line? Can you get it on the intended line? Get that down, your life gets a little easier. Your life gets a little... And there's no right way to hold a putter. Can I put it on a dot? Can I align in here? We've got two, two dumbbells. Can I put two tees in the ground that's only a ball width? And can I putt between them? There's mm -hmm. a yeah. pretty good little test. Low tech, just Low tech, set it up where you get all the some feedback and, and practice it so you're good at it. Yeah. And so putting. And then, uh, and then really importantly, can I write down my routines. And we think you should have a routine for driver, for your full swing, short game, pitching, putting, and yeah. recovery shots. Yeah. If you can't write them down, you don't have them. Mm -hmm. So you really should have a routine. Even if you're, you know, big sister Anna who's just starting, she should have a routine. Now she's starting to get to a golf course. Yeah. And that will carry through her whole golfing journey from a beginner to eventually, hopefully. Yeah, Anna, senior tour. Playing golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister has incredibly long arms. Yeah. So she's going to be like a like a uh, gazelle. So we've made her clubs quite short. So Anna should actually generate some speed because she's hypermobile. Yeah. She's got these long ass arms. There we go. Yeah, she's a good tennis player. Okay, yeah, that makes so, some sense. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so uh, well, I think since we're sitting here looking at some notes that we've taken about this episode, um, I think it's helpful for somebody like there's a lot of stuff we just covered to figure out where the heck are you in terms of where's your golf game and your yeah. body at now and where do you want it to get to? Like, it'd be helpful to write this stuff down. So we kind of have this blocked into a chart. We've got our five sections here, the movement, the equipment, your full swing, under 100 yards of short game, and then your routines. But start jotting this stuff down. You're going to notice places where you have nothing to write or you're not yeah. aware. And like, OK, so let's go get that stuff figured out. Uh, if you can lay out the landscape for yourself and then fill in these gaps, then come, you know, wherever you're golfing. And if you're around here, it'll be springtime. If you can get everything crossed off, you know where you stand and you made some improvements. Golf is looking good this year. Of these, this is off the cuff again, mm -hmm. of these, which one do you fall down in? I know which one I fall down in straight away. Yeah, routines I need to get specific about. Same with me. Because yeah. we teach people all day. Sometimes I hit a lot of balls without a routine. I've got to get back to routines. Yeah, yeah. So routines I think I can do way better with. We've got um, your equipment solid. Equipment's good. Yep. Uh, I'm still working on the full swing stuff and just more practice. As we always are. Yeah, Same yeah. Same with me. Um, yep. I need to take some time and really get putting dialed in uh, and take a good look at that. Have we then... looked at your putter? We haven't. Mm-mm. Um, and then I know I have a couple spots body-wise I'm really attacking right now. So left hip and thoracic mobility. Sure, sure. I've got to get back to routines because so often I hit shots like yesterday. I had two young guys. 
one set is off one. They're probably going to join, which uh -huh. is great. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll go stone cold, haven't hit a shot for, for five hours, and then I'll rip a seven iron, actually great for my shoulder. Uh, and I'll, but without a routine. And so yeah. if I do that week after week, when you and I go play, then I've got to get out of teaching Scott back into routine yeah, Scott. So yeah. I'd love to get back to a little more routines. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to work on my body, which I'm uh, fascinated to see what you yeah. grab. Yeah, I think I, you know, I usually keep it around even par these days, which I'm, which I'm lucky enough to do. But I think that's because I have a pretty good half-to-half -half game. Mm -hmm. And so I think my half-to-half -half with my pitching wedge, which for me is 112 yards, 104 meters, that gets me out of a lot of trouble. So I think yeah. I hit the ball not as well as I score because I've got that dial, that pitching. I, I practice pitching all day. And hit. Yeah, yeah. That's so if that's one takeaway, guys, I would suggest there's a million ways to skin the cat and shoot 68, but you really want to dial in that half to half, half to full, full to full pitching. Yeah. Because you are going to have that, you know, 10 holes, 10 out of 18 holes, yeah. whether it's a recovery shot to get up and down to make par mm -hmm. or to make birdie. Yeah, set yourself up to score. Because it's always bizarre when you get these really smart business people uh, who don't attack their golf game like they attack their business. Yeah, if we just take that strategy, throw it into here and put it on a spreadsheet. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. My know. wife, awesome. Rosemary, my brother, they are spreadsheet nuts. My Marie as well. Uh, I yeah. can't stand spreadsheets. Oh, but I just am not very good at navigating. We're yin and yang. That's why the boss yeah. is so, that's why she's the boss. Yeah. Thank you all for, for listening and, and we really appreciate your support. So if it is helping anybody, please let us know and, and share it with any golfers who may need a little guidance. But um, if you haven't done it already, please this year, you know, lay your body and your golf game out on a piece of paper and, and fill in the gaps and start working on the things where we you We can help it. the gaps. Yeah, exactly. So thanks for following us. Please share it with your friends. Just give us a little follow. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. And it's going to be a great year for golf if we get it all right. So. Absolutely. Beauty golfers, look, thanks for listening to Pivot the Path. And remember, your on-course enjoyment starts with the work you put into your entire game. You absolutely can own your swing. Keep moving, keep swinging. See you next week. Yeah, happy new year. We'll see you next episode.